Hi there. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast with me, Russell Davis. There's all sorts of things we can be fearful about on this fertility journey and in life as a whole. Whether it's getting our period this month, whether it's not getting the outcomes you want, whether it's the unknown reasons why you're not getting pregnant, whether it's the uncertainty. Life is uncertain, especially nowadays with all sorts of reasons to start worrying and be fearful about things in life. But what can we do with that fear? How can we contain it? How can we stop it contaminating other areas of life? How can we stop us being happy and being more peaceful about life? In this episode, we're looking at the subject of fear and how you can deal with it in a far more healthy way than you imagine. pleaser most of my kind of professional life until I did my own kind of psychological journey and let go of my own insecurities but my people pleasing was fueled by fear and going further back if my childhood I kind of lived in fear of being told off by my mum her being angry with me now these weren't strong fears, this is low level background fear or worry. I don't think I'd even call myself a worry as a child, but looking back I think I probably was. Very much a thinker. Thinking about well, if I do this, what's the impact gonna be? But it was fearful thinking, if I'm honest. And my people pleasing was fear, fear of people thinking bad of me. And the impact, all that kind of background fear, anxiety, worry, it's all fear. One of the impacts is I just didn't know what I wanted. I was so focused on what I thought I should be doing, the life I should be living. So the fear of failure, the fear of people judging me, the fear of doing the wrong thing, Ultimately, wasn't conscious of this, but a lot of those fears, um, kind of unconsciously, ultimately it's the fear of kind of dying alone on the streets, as it were, the fear of being an outcast or failing and just being miserable and not having enough. Fear of a lack in many ways, lack of money, lack of time, lack of love. And that fear focuses on kind of the outside in. What I think I need on the outside to stop me feeling fear on the inside. And that stops us knowing what we really want. And another aspect of that is not knowing what to do in situations of fear of making the wrong decision. My wife helped me see after we got together that how much I said I don't know in response to questions. I don't realise how much I use that phrase, I don't know. I guess it's partly also a deflection for me looking in and really seeing what I really wanted. 
it was a fear of really committing to something, choosing something. Yeah, fear of making the wrong decision. I never really consider myself to be wise. But I'll come back to that. So what is fear? Well, fear is it's a thought. It's an idea. It's actually the misuse of imagination. Because fear is future thinking. Whether it's conscious or unconscious, we're thinking about a future thing that hasn't, hasn't, hasn't happened yet. I know a coach that was helping people using neuralistic programming, NLP. I mean, I'm, I'm a master practitioner. I don't use it so much nowadays. A lot of it is about fighting thought with thought or trying to change our experience within this reality tunnel. And I think I help people dismantle the tunnel and see through the illusion of the tunnel actually being there. But one of the things you can do in NLP, you can cure simple phobias. And spider phobias are often a simple phobia. And he was asked to go on a TV program uh, where he was supposed to cure three people's spider phobia live on the air. And in the afternoon, they went through like a rehearsal just to the participants, and he knew exactly what was going to happen in the actual recording later in the day. And the three people were wired up to machines, analysing their stress levels, and there was a doctor with them. And the production assistant or producer or director was talking through what was going to happen, and he said uh, later in the actual show, um, someone will come on with a perspex box with this big spider in it. And as he said that, someone did walk on the set with a box, no spider in it. And he said all three of the machines went berserk. So the idea of seeing a spider, or the thought of seeing a spider, or the thought of a spider being in the box they saw, even though there wasn't one in there, induced a fear. So fear is future thinking. It's our imagination. We're not scared of what we think we're scared of. We're scared of what we think, the idea of it. And what tends to happen is two things. One is we imagine worst case scenario. And the second thing is the us in that scenario is not the fully resourced us. We're not equipped for that scenario. What I mean by that is that as a human being, our human operating system is designed for reality this moment. We're designed to kind of hunt and gather in the moment. Our full faculties, our full resources show up in the moment. Clarity, inspiration, creativity, direction, instinct. They all show up when we're present and alive to, to a moment. They don't show up in our imagination. The us in our imagination is not equipped. So no wonder it feels scary. Which is also why we're scared of things happening, why about things happening, but when they actually happen, they're never as bad as we imagine. We think, oh, what was, what was I worrying about? It's because I was always, hey, it's not as often the situation's not as bad as we imagine, because we tend to imagine worst case scenario, but the us in reality gets on with it. We feel we've got the resources just to deal with it. We just crack on and deal with it. And it may not be the ideal situation by any means, but it's never as bad as we imagine. Because we show up with the resources to deal with it. So fear is future thinking. And we can't stop thinking about the future. 
we can't stop feeling fear. I once had a coaching session. It was a coaching demonstration of lots of people. And the coach, who knows me really well, said to me, so, so what do you want? And I said, I want to stop feeling fear in this particular situation. And, and I can't remember what the exact situation was. And he just looked at me and said, I can't do that. He said, I can't stop you feeling fear. And I'm sure there's stuff he could have done to help me see that situation differently, but he knew, he knew me really well. That what I was looking for was like an external fix. He said, I can't stop you feeling a feeling. Feelings are spontaneous. Feelings just happen. We need is courage. I think courage is an underrated quality in so many ways. We think we should be fearless, as in never feel fear. That's impossible. We're humans. We're going to have all sorts of experiences, thoughts and feelings we can't control. It's about our relationship with them. I think it's about feeling the fear and do it anyway, as the famous book says. What helps you do that is understand the nature of fear. This imagination, this thought, it doesn't need paying attention to. And taking the courage, having the courage to do what you want, despite the fear. I often ask my clients, what would you do if you could act with or without fear? An idea of that is, not that you're not feeling fear, it just doesn't, fear doesn't matter, it doesn't matter if it's there. If you didn't need to pay attention to it. So what would you do if you could act with or without fear? I think we don't pay attention to fear. We don't pay attention to fear when we see our thoughts and feelings for what they are. We can allow them. They can move on like clouds on a breeze. Enables us to access our instinct. I call it our wisdom. I said before, with my fear, I didn't think I was wise. I remember saying to my coach at the time, I don't feel unwise. He's saying to me how we all have innate wisdom. I said, well, I don't think I'm wise. I think I'm a good thinker. I can think things through. But that's conscious, logical thinking, like solving an equation. But the thing is, the future is an incomplete equation. By its nature, it can't be solved. That level of thinking, that conscious logical, cognitive thinking doesn't serve us. It's the space between thoughts. It's the space when we're not actually thinking about something. We often get answers and solutions and clarity. That's wisdom. That's not something we find. We don't have to mind for it in our mind and find the right answer. It comes to us, moves through us. We have less on our mind. So we plug into the matrix and suddenly we have access to a deeper level of wisdom, clarity, perspective, a truth. A truth is true for us. I say to my clients, when you access your wisdom, your soul, your heart, your truth, you shouldn't have to justify it. Often we can't justify it. Often it's not logical. And often we can't justify it, but you should never have to justify it. 
Justification is often built upon fear. When you follow your heart, your soul, your truth, there's no fear. Sometimes there's fear about coming out of your comfort zone. But you know your truth. And we need courage sometimes to act on it. So what if you can't stop feeling fear? What if you can change your relationship with it to know actually you don't need to pay attention to it? And what would you do if you could act with or without fear? What if you had courage? We often think we need confidence. But confidence is not a prerequisite for doing anything. Confidence is a feeling having done something. Sometimes we need courage to trust ourselves, our truth, the little voice within, the soft, soft, still flute that's often drowned out by the brass band of our thinking. I was going to leave you with a story I'm sure I've shared before. It's one of my favourites from Michael Neal. Um, and he's used an analogy of a a dragon growing up in a kingdom besieged by a big, scary dragon. One bite from this dragon, your history, one scratch from this dragon, the venom will eat you up from the inside out. If you grew up in such a kingdom, you get really good at protecting yourself from feeling the fear of the dragon. You might build yourself a really big castle to live in to protect yourself from feeling that fear. And that's what a lot of people are doing in this world, building castles to protect themselves from feeling fear. Castles of a career, success, money, fame, relationships, all sorts of things. But things, it doesn't work. We're looking in the wrong place. We think the fear is coming from the outside world or the solution comes from the outside world. We live in experience of our thinking, nothing else. These people are working really hard at building their castles, but still feeling fear. And that's when they turn to unhelpful behaviours, numbing behaviours, distracting behaviours. But what if there's no dragon? What if there really is no dragon? What if there's nothing to be scared of? Are you okay? You're okay for who you are. It just doesn't matter what other people think of you. You can be free to be you. You're worthy, you're lovable, you're acceptable for who you are. It's a birthright. You're born with it. You have nothing to prove. You don't have to earn love, worthiness, contentment, peace, happiness. Sometimes it's drowned out by a habitual thinking or fear that's pointing us in the wrong place. But everything you seek is within you. It's within you, only one thought away from being connection to me. From sitting in that feeling of being complete, being home, being loved, being lovable. Loving you.